Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of Charts at Billboard. And today on the show, we've got must-hear music with Billboard's deputy editor, Digital Joe Lynch. As always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. But first, before we get started with the must-hear music, if you enjoy the podcast, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or your other favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And, um... If you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, you can go to Billboard.com and click on the podcast tab and just lose yourself in all of our various podcasts. There's more than just Pop Shop. There are many, many others. Um, So anyways, today on Must Hear Music, Joe and the gang will be chatting about new tunes from Casey Musgraves, Jack White, who just debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 Albums chart with his latest album, Boarding House Reach, and... The Weeknd, who is aiming to bump Jack White from number one next week with his latest effort, My Dear Melancholy. So let's get into it with Must Hear Music. Hello and welcome to the Must Hear Music podcast. My name is Joe Lynch and I'm here with Lindsay Havens. Hello. And Jason Lipschutz. What's up? Hey. Man. Um, we got, I, I think we have a really good show today. Think so? I think usually I think we've so got too. just like crap, just like complete oh, trash. Boy. This yeah. is a solid one. There's good stuff here. Must hear pod trash. I don't know. Nope. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> we need sound Blocked effects. Blocked and reported. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, God, I don't even know what to start with. I guess let's start with, uh, let's talk about The weekend. So yeah. okay. that's the, the newest project that's out, The weekend Surprise EP uh, my dear melancholy, comma. comma. It's my favorite part of the that. title. I, Same. Anytime there's an album like you know, like Kendrick Lamar's "Damn" with a period in there, mm-hmm. but like, or like David Bowie's "Heroes" technically has quote yes. marks around "Heroes." Like, I love that. Like, Same. just really annoying things that. And then when you see it in a sentence, you have to like be like, actually, there should be a comma there. Or uh-huh. It's not correct. The grammar, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the comma I love especially because it makes the EP seem like a letter. Like the whole thing is a letter. I assume that there'll be a follow-up EP that will we'll have a period. Be the rest of the thoughts. Yeah, oh. that's my conspiracy theory. I was always kind of sad because the the one Kendrick. Remember when Damn came out and everybody thought it was part one of two. Yeah, yeah, and, and people thought that's the, the second craziest part, fan theory ever. Yeah. yeah, that was nuts. Well, th- and people thought that the um, the second part was going to be called Nation. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's so awesome. That <laughs> is great, yeah. And uh, alas, it didn't happen. Maybe his next album will be called Nation. Too Maybe. late. Yeah. I think too much time has passed. Um, but okay, so Jason, you, you wanted to talk about this. Specifically, Hurt my you. dear melancholy track, Try Me. No, that's absolutely not true. Wait, what? Which one did you say then? <laughs> uh, um, Hurt You. Did you? Oh, yeah, you did. All right. Just kidding then. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I could talk about I, I kind of wanted to talk about the whole project. Yeah, let's just talk yeah. about the whole thing. Um, I really enjoy these six songs. Like I, I, yes. I, Me too. I think I, I enjoy it. these more than it's comparable to Beauty Behind the Madness to me. But with Starboy, I think he kind of entered a a, a phase where that that had some good music, but wasn't really lyrically interesting to me. Yeah, um, I liked. Repetitive. Yeah, and I think I thought that it, it just kind of seemed like a victory lap after. Beauty Behind the Madness. It yeah. came out like a little over a year after, and 
he was still, you know, running, riding high off those successes. This seems like a good, like, pivot to me. Like, it's like a, like a broken hearted six songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, I wish it was a little bit longer. I, I, I put, um, what, which one did I pick? Hurt you? Hurt now you I, now I can. <laughs> Gazafelstein. Gazafelstein, yeah. Um, but yeah, just like, I, I picked this one because it's easy to forget how great uh, the weekend's voice is because yeah. you know when when he works with like Daft Punk and um, he has all, kind of this maximalist production, uh, it can get lost a little sometimes. And with a song like this, like the first verse to me is just like, oh my god, like what a great reminder that this dude mm-hmm. can really sing. Yeah. It just sounds beautiful. And um, yeah, I mean, just a, a great pop song. And I, I don't know. I mean, I, I I really I really dig the whole thing and. Um, I think it's like, like I said, like a good left turn for him after kind of shimmying his way over two albums and, you know, obviously darker themes sometimes on those albums, but kind of a a similar vibe for the most part. This is definitely cool. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I, to be that person, like my favorite weekend release is still House of Balloons. Yeah, yeah, me too. The weekend that I love and prefer. So to have him go back to like the more moody, atmospheric And, like, kind of, like, outsidery, like, kind of shattered soul-type lyrics, I just think is, like, yeah. it's kind of more, I you know, and I hate to say, like, what I want from an artist, but that's more what, like, connects, what I connect with mm-hmm. from him. Yeah. Um, and I just also think it is more interesting. I agree. I think the Starboy was, you know, obviously had some great songs, but it was overall kind of scattershot. Um, it was a lot. It was a lot. There was yeah. a lot going on and maybe too much. Um, yeah, and this is like so concise and focused that, yeah, it ends in you're like, I want more. I just want to listen to it over and over. Yeah. Um, and the lyrics are incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Special shout out to My Dick is Still an Option, the uh, the best <laughs> lyric on the project. So changing my Twitter bio to that ASAP <laughs> once this podcast ends. And, and, that's, and that's when we have a talk, Joe, about Joe. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, what what do you think, Lizzie? Um, yeah, I mean, for all the reasons that both of you just said, I, I'm really a big fan of this. Um, I like that he's I, like at one point he became very known for his like sexually aggressive lyrics, mm-hmm. yeah. and you still get that here, but it's a softer side of him. Yeah. Like you're also seeing like, oh, like he can also be hurt, um, yeah, and sing about it, which is cool. I I brought this up in a meeting earlier. I would love to do a poll because I don't know if this first song is about uh, Selena or Bella. Yeah, and I'm hearing mixed reviews. <laughs> um, Listeners, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, it, uh, and to your point in terms of um, the the heartbreak, it, it does seem like it. It kind of reminds me of um, Future's DS2 a little bit, in in a sense, like that was him coming after his breakup with Sierra, and the whole vibe of that is just like very like guarded, like screw love, like yeah. I'm pissed off but um you know it kind of it kind of feels like that a little bit um just more there's some anger obviously um but there's also like some self-preservation that is really interesting to me so yeah that's a good Mm -hmm. good analogy all right well let's listen to uh weekend hurt you (laughs) got it right this time um from his new ep my dear melancholy comma
that was New Weekend. Uh, let's pivot to... What, oh, yeah, another another great release that came out uh, today. New Casey Musgraves, Casey. Billboard cover star. Uh, album is called Golden Hour, and the song I picked is High Horse, mm-hmm. which I'm early contender for my song of the summer. I'm just, like, in Ooh. love with this song. That. It's so okay. good. Um, I've always liked Casey Musgraves. I mean, she obviously made a pretty big splash with her first album, uh, pageant material was good i think it was a little more of the same and on this one she's really third album uh golden hour branching out into a variety of styles even kind of beyond country i mean um high horse specifically is very like kind of dance vaguely disco influenced um you know this is uh it's very pop you know it's not quite as pop as Marin morris teaming up with zed uh there's still some banjos in the background uh but it is a very like sprightly um just joyous pop song and the lyrics are just like such a smart kiss off to people who kind of walk into any situation and assume that they're the smartest and yeah. always have the correct answer and <laughs> Jason is pointing <laughs> now well i, I am the like smartest it. and i have the correct answer no yeah. um <laughs> Uh, yeah, just you know, people who are do you, like. Do you like how? Uh, I mean, do you like like the the secret intro? You have to rewind. It says, "This is about you, Joe Lynch." I I did like that. Like yeah, that I was part? pretty personally yeah. flattered by that. Yeah, yeah. Right. which is also weird because we've never met. But yeah. I mean, yeah. she's right. So sure. Um, but yeah, and also uh, shout out uh, Natalie Weiner, who used to be on this podcast quite oh, a bit, yeah. wrote yeah. the current Billboard cover story, which is a great Casey Musgraves profile interview. So. She managed to fit in Shout a Friday Night Lights uh, headline, which is yeah. fantastic. I'm you know, that actually was not her, shockingly what? enough. I know. I know. That wow. Was, that was not her that it's came up with that. incredibly on brand for her. Yeah. I was expecting it. the headline, considering it was Natalie's, to be like, Casey Musgraves' body party. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, all, Natalie you will imagine? not stop talking about Sierra. Yeah. Ever, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if what if the headline was like Casey Musgraves and the Seattle Seahawks? <laughs> anyway, this is just yeah, not getting yeah. way too insidery. Right. Um, but anyways, what did you guys think of High Horse? Go ahead. Go ahead um, I mean, I liked it. So when I listened to it, the album hadn't been out yet, and I liked it far better than the two singles she put out, just mm-hmm. because it was a little more up tempo, a little more fun. Um, I don't know. I'm still like Jason said when we talked about her last. I think I need to see her live to really like solidify any fandom for her mm-hmm. um the cover story did help because i feel like i just know a little bit more about her now yeah but i don't know there's something about her music that isn't necessarily for me all right Damn. yeah I, sorry, I i remember i was the we talked about uh space cowboy and i was mm-hmm. like yeah. go i was like all in i was like yo casey forever and <laughs> joe was like I don't know. I know. Look at him ah, now. I know. Now I look at know. this crazy turnaround. I was uh, wrong. I was wrong, Jason. What can I say? Um, but yeah, great album. Uh, I, I I like High Horse. The the one that um, Tom Bryan uh, really uh, dissected in his uh, Stereo Gum review, uh, either today or yesterday, was Oh, What a World. And damn, that song's awesome. That song is so... It's like very like... There's like vocoder, but also banjo. And it's like... So good. I'm all <laughs> about. Yeah. Oh, what a world. I, I mean, just a tremendous song. But yeah, the whole album's great. It's like, I, 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 my, my hot take about this mm-hmm. is that this is the album that like really scratches my 
Taylor Swift Speak Now itch, which that makes is sense like, to me. yeah, I, I can see that. my favorite Taylor album, like, and one that she never really, like, she'll never co- go back to sounding like that. So, like, I, maybe at some point, I, it, that just mm. told, she's got a long life ahead of her. Yeah, you know, no, but just, young. but that's that towed the line so beautifully between country and pop, and I feel like this is, yeah, kind of does the same thing. So, yes, yeah, I it does. That was that. my first thought too. Yeah, but so do you think now her next album will be? Electro pop, yes. <laughs> Max yeah. Martin producing. I don't know. Well, the, that'd the, be crazy. The thing, the thing is though that like everybody's like, is Casey Musgraves the next Taylor Swift? And like, the big difference is is commercial appeal. Like, yeah. Casey Musgraves has never really had like a crossover single. Um, she's never had like a huge selling album. I don't think this will be either. Mm-hmm. I think that this might be a little bit bigger just because the mm-hmm. reviews have been so rapturous. But like, yeah, she still doesn't have like a hit single from this album. It's re- I mean, it's interesting. And that's not a knock against her. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I think they're two different stories. So, yeah. 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 All right. Everyone well, let's, let's listen to some of it. Uh, Casey Musgraves song is High Horse. Casey, uh, Lindsay, I know you've been itching to talk Jack White oh, yeah. for quite some time. She's, she's just been like rocking in her head. <laughs> like, what are we talking about, Jack? Um, so Jack, Jackie yes. Boy, uh, Jackie which Boy. which songs did you pick? That um, all the ones, yes, the entire album. No, but um, which ones came out with the album? I think it was Get in the Mineshaft and then What's Done is Done. Which I think is the most White Stripes esque of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and what what's the album called again? Boarding, Boarding House Reach. Boarding House Reach. Okay. The Boarding. album. The album title. Eh. Album artwork. Eh. Yeah. Album overall. Little above. Eh. <laughs> some of the songs. I really do stand by some of the songs on I, it. I love some of the songs. Yeah. On it. Um. Some of them I really dislike. Yes. Um. But I, I think we, we've kind of talked about this, so mm-hmm. we'll talk about it again, though. Let's do it. Into yeah. microphones. Um, I do appreciate that, you know, he kind of, with his first two solo albums, it was a little bit, it was similar to White Stripes with a little less garage rock, more mm-hmm. blues rock leaning. And especially when the second solo album came out, it was kind of like, this is more like the first, but not anything different. And I appreciate that there's a lot of, like, experimentation on this. We've yes, got totally synthesizers. Same. We have him kind of rapping some spoken word tom yeah. waitsy stuff um it's like and it doesn't always work um right. some of it works for, I, mean, I would have to say the synthesizer stuff works a lot better than i would expect um I would agree. the spoken word things are just like sort of unbearable um <laughs> but but it is it's interesting i mean it is and i don't know i can respect and admire when an artist wants to do something different especially someone like jack white who's been around for so long where like he deserves to make this album if he wants yeah and when you and i saw him live like the biggest thing that i took away from that show is just he seems like happy yes (laughs) like his whole thing and like part of why i've been a huge fan of him is this mystique and this persona that he always portrays and that was just kind of gone when he was Mm -hmm. performing on friday the day the album came out and I just feel like after the interviews I've read with him, too, like, he seems to be at a point where he's kind of like, well, like, fuck it. Like, I'm 
at whatever point in my life where I want to put out an experimental album, I used to shit on um, Pro Tools and now I wanted mm-hmm. to use it. Like, he just doesn't care anymore in a refreshing way, kind of. Yeah, and that was an incredible show. It, yes, that it was, was so, so good. He is just, like, one of the best live rock acts. I completely agree. Um, and I was surprised, too, that a lot of the... When he did, like, some of the Stripe stuff, he would incorporate the newer sounds into it. And it worked surprisingly well. Yeah. Like, he did Ball and Biscuit, the, like, eight-minute elephant workout yep. with, like, a synthesizer in the background, and it sounded fantastic. Yeah. Even, um, like, Lazaretto, some of his older solo stuff, he reworked. I don't, like, it was a very smart show um, mm-hmm. in terms of finding a way to make the songs off of his new album, like, fit in with his catalog well. Yeah. And vice versa. But Jason. Yeah, I forgot about Jason. What's up? <laughs> wow. Wait, Jason's here still? I'm oh, still okay. Here. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know you went to the show. That's cool. I did. It was it was amazing. He's great live. Uh, so, I mean, I feel like I have a barometer for artists that take themselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it goes way off with <laughs> Jack White. So, like... Just personally, like I, I never really get there. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy somewhat. Like I, I, I have like White Blood Cells. That's a great album. I really like. Um, like I like that album that came out fifteen yeah, years like ago. Fifteen and- years ago, <laughs> I, I actually really like um, some of like the White Stripes' later singles a lot. I think they're actually a little underrated at this point. Um, I don't really. I I never really uh, listened to his solo stuff. I mean, I I listened when it came out, but I never really returned mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, this is sort of. I don't know. He just, he, it doesn't, he's not like fun. Like, I just want like him to have like more fun. And he was having so much fun though. He was, he was all smiles. Well, that's great that he smiled. But like, I don't know. Like he, it, like from what I've experienced of just like these spoken word, like, like shoutings and I don't know. I just, I, I can't mess with that. I mean, you think he should take a few cues from LMFAO? You know, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> oh my god, get I'd a little more party that. rock. Yeah. I mean, there was the one t- like my favorite thing that he's done in the past like five years is he made like that record store day single with Insane Clown Posse, and it, yes. the song was awful. <laughs> but like, and that it was, was a like, Mozart a song, thing. a yeah. Mozart joke song. Yeah, yeah, and like that was like a funny thing. I was like, all right, cool. But like, I don't know, like his just his whole vibe, I just like can't personally mess with. And I I, I get it, like he's like this virtuoso as a as a musician and i respect the fact that he's doing his whole his own thing but like Mm -hmm. just listening to this app like i listened to that song over and over and with the with the it's it's like the chorus of like over and over yeah and i was like i like that i can't i can't take this i'm also trying to figure out so he has a song um on and on and on and i feel like that has to be connected to over and over and over (laughs) I just don't know. Maybe how. he's just running out of song titles. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's. I, it. I mean, best best of luck to Jack White. I guess that's my. I guess he, that's he my needs thing. Your luck. You don't sound like. No, I mean that. I'm like, it, it's just not for me. Like, I, I. That's totally fair. It's not for everyone. Yeah. Especially this album. Yeah. This is a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. All right. Well, let's listen to. Uh, uh, fuck which one? Mineshaft. What is it called again? Um. Get in the mine. Get in. Mineshaft. Get, <laughs> get in mineshaft. I think it's get in the mineshaft. I don't know. Whatever. Usually I have it in front of me and I, 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 I didn't write down. them down. Yeah. All right. Anyways, let's listen to it. Jack White, get in the mineshaft. <laughs> shaft. <laughs> 
right, that was New Jack White. Um, let us do uh, the new Cardi B. So, Jason, new Cardi B, be careful. New Cardi B, be careful. Oh. Um, what you did there. Yeah, so this is... Well, I'll, I'm just gonna start talking about it. This okay. song is awesome. Like, wow, I, it's just it's just like so it like it's she sings a little bit and that's yeah. kind of yeah. fun. Um, but just like the lyrics are an incredible, just like very like serious, um, but not like desperate kind of like you're you've been messing around behind my back. Like I'm aware of it and like stop doing it. Like this is what, what did she say? It's like this isn't a threat, but it's a, a warning. warning. It's a warning. Yeah. yeah. That's such a good line. Yeah. The lyrics are very smart. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, so her album comes out next week. Yeah. It's very exciting. Invasion of privacy. So the thing, so here's my take on this song. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't like it that much, but (laughs) all right. (laughs) So you wouldn't call it mustard. Crapping on everything. (laughs) No, I think it is because it's likable enough because of her. Like, I I think that more than anything, anything, like, this really does kind of solidify her as a star in my eyes because she's so likable and she's so like engaging on this song. I don't think the song itself is that great, but like she really powers it to this point where you're just like, yeah, like all the, like the lyrics are really smart. Like I, I I think the song itself is just like a little like, ah, you know, like you feel like betrayed by a guy and Mm -hmm. she's talking about like, but like, I don't think, I don't think the beat is like that, like incredible. But uh, anyway, I, I really love her performance on this song and I'm just like, whoa, like Cardi is like even even in this totally different style than like a party Bardier Cardi or Bodak Yellow, like yeah. totally really like fascinating to me. So Yeah. Yeah. I also expected like a harder beat or just yeah. something more to it. Um my roommate Alexa and I listened last night at midnight and we're both mm-hmm. just kinda like, eh. Um, but after listening a few more times today, it's it's definitely grown on me. Like I think I yeah. would revisit it. I can see myself listening to it. Um, but it makes me intrigued for the album. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, because it's not like she could do a full album of Bodak Yellow. Like exactly. that, would be, right? Yeah, that would be a lot too. Um, yeah. So songs like this are kind of a given, but. Well, and that's what I kind of you know what you were saying. I appreciate that she is like pretty stylistically diverse. I mean, there are people uh for instance the group uh that her boyfriend is in uh might put out an album where every song sounds exactly the same stylistically oh, what well, i mean i yeah, love that album but like it 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 like their albums do like it's just kind of like all right this is the sound and we're sticking with it for the next 35 minutes <laughs> yeah. um and so i appreciate uh that she really has taken some like kind of stylistic uh, detours mm-hmm. so far from what we've heard. I also like the la- my last point is just that someone like Cardi, who's such a personality and like uh, comes across so strong and confident on this song, is also like, but like, be careful with me. Like, mm-hmm. she, I think she even says, like, I am fragile. She's like, if I'm a package, I would have be fragile stamped on it, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. But <laughs> all of us. But yeah, I don't know. That was kind of interesting and unexpected to hear from someone like her mm-hmm. who online portrays a very like, can't mess around with me actually i feel like the the sense i get of her on twitter is just that she farts a lot <laughs> like have you do you follow her on twitter like yeah. she's constantly <laughs> tweeting about farting and i mean you know that's the power that's to her yeah, yeah. i well, like that. it all goes back to confidence with her yeah. exactly so that's why this song is important. um so i just have this idea of her as like a, a pretty gassy person <laughs> but 
I mean, whatever. Uh, you do you. On that note, let's listen to some of Be Careful. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cardi B, Be Careful. Here we go. I love you instead. I guess not, though. It's blame, disrespect. You nothing like the nigga I met. Talk to me crazy and you quick to forget. You even got me tripping. You got me looking in the mirror different. Thinking I'm flawed because you inconsistent. Between a rock and a hard place, the mud and the dirt is gone. Hurt me to hate you, but loving you's worse. It all stopped so abrupt. You started switching it up. Teach me to be like you so I cannot give a fuck. Free to mess with someone else. I wish these All right, uh, that's new Cardi B. Uh, next and certainly, next, last and certainly not least, is Sean Mendez. Uh, this is my pick, Lost in Japan. Yeah. Um, I love it's that he one. covered that Kanye West Bon Iver song where he's like, I'm lost in Japan. Dun, 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 dun. Um, we haven't made it through a podcast in a long time without something like that happening from one of you. <laughs> she yeah. said I've with disgust. <laughs> yeah, that that really will be like the next the next real like step for this podcast is when Lindsay starts singing on it. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, that'll be huge. Years away. Years away. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway, so yeah, so Sean Mendez, uh Lost in Japan and he also had another new song in, in that, my like, blood. In my blood. So in my oh, blood yeah. is the more like King traditional Sean Mendez, like kind of, you know, rock uh song yeah. and it's good. I think it's good. Um I much prefer Lost in Japan. I think he's kind of doing this a uh, little bit alternative R&B, a little bit kind of like 80s smooth, like adult contemporary thing. Yeah. Um, and it's very like compelling. It's pretty beautiful. Uh, it's nice to hear him. I mean, he's what, 19 now? The lyrics are a little more grown there, up yeah. for him. He's talking about like flying out to meet up someone in, with someone in a hotel room. I mean, you know, just like... A friend. Just, just a, a friend. Yeah, exactly. Just so they just can play charades or yeah. connect four or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, probably Monopoly. It's lonely on the road, you know? Um, so, yeah, it's interesting to hear him grow up a little bit. And also, I think musically... You know, I don't know if like I want a, a full Shawn Mendes album of this sound, but um, I like hearing him veer into a little kind of... Yeah, I don't know, more... I don't know. I guess just something kind of like, different. It's a little funky. Like it's a little bass funky. The undertones yeah. are kind of funky. Yeah. It's a little funky. That's a good yeah. way of putting it. It reminds me of like kind of 80s light funk in yeah. a good way. I would agree. Um, but I don't know. What do you guys think of it? I like this song. Um, I like the notion that like you can tell he's like a younger gentleman by being like, I'll fly to you in Japan. I feel like a lot of times you hear men what? singing on yeah. songs like I'll Fly You Out to Me. Do you, like mm-hmm. That's me yeah, looking no, into I, it a lot. No, I think that's a very good point. I, <laughs> I, really, I really like this take a lot. This is great. <laughs> he's putting himself because out of there. His youth, yeah. He's more, okay. He hasn't been jaded by the world well, yet. And he is a gentleman. He is, he's a, man. Um, but yeah, no, that's something I noticed. Like that's, I don't know, a narrative that is not as often heard, I think. True. Um so I appreciated that. He's a polite young Canadian. Definitely. <laughs> yes, that's the point I'm making here. Um, but yes, I'll the song fly is out very to Japan, eh? Never mind. No, no. <laughs> Too his far. youth plus his Canadian citizenship. <laughs> How to be a gentleman? Has be really young colored, and like, Canadian. The the verbs in this song of like you, I'll fly to you instead of you. Anyway, yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, but yes, I like this song a lot. I like it better than In My Blood. In My Blood, I would almost compare to Ed Sheeran's um, Castle on a Hill. Yep. Like this like surging pop rock mm-hmm. song, um, which is good, but this is 
different from him, which makes yeah. it a little more notable. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I, so I don't think you guys were here. Uh, we heard some, they, they, uh, I know I really wanted to go back some too new busy. music. So including in my blood and, and, uh, lost in Japan. And during that listening and we heard a couple n- more new songs, I just realized like, like I think Sean Mendes is just like my favorite of all of these kind of like younger oh, wow. male, like pop rock singer songwriters. Like, Definitely. I've always I think he's in it for the long run. Yeah, sure. I just think yeah, yeah, I mean, I've always been a fan of his, but like he's just so great. Like he's uh, I, he has some like I, I would say like a half dozen like very good songs, like in terms of yeah. or very good singles. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing holding me back is actually like one of my favorite songs. Yeah, of that year. yeah, he like, is very good. Genuinely yeah. really like it. Lost in Japan in my blood. I like them both. I think they're both mm-hmm. great. I don't really have that much else to say. Go Sean Mendez. <laughs> I hope that Go like, Shawn but, Mendes. but I guess, I guess what I would say is I feel like, especially because of his age, aside from being more <laughs> of a gentleman, I don't think he is taken as seriously by critics. Um, espe- yeah. And mm-hmm. especially because of like the genre in which he operates, yeah. like not like critics don't really take, you know, like that kind of pop rock mm-hmm. super duper seriously when it comes from a, even like Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran, like critics have like, grappled with mm-hmm. because he's so enormous at this point but like yeah. you know there weren't like critical slimmed down a little bit <laughs> 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 yes that i clearly <laughs> meant physically <laughs> enormous but i don't think critics are really like analyzing sean mendez <laughs> to that degree yet but i think that they should so thin. <laughs> <laughs> all right I'm, I'm done that's it for me let's just listen to in my or in my blood lost in japan yeah let's listen <laughs> yeah. to lost in japan so new sean mendez lost in japan <laughs> In your paradise The only thing I'm thinking about is you mine And I, I can't get you off my mind Can't get you off my mind I can't seem to get you off my mind That was Sean Mendez, Lost in Japan. Uh, the, the only one thing I feel like, you know, we're praising Sean Mendez correctly, but like he needs a good fan army name. Like, isn't it just like Mendez Army? Like, what are his fans called? I'm sure we'll hear from listeners. I'm, yeah, we're probably missing it. I feel like they. I have no they idea. Like Shawnees. Shawnees. <laughs> fan army is like is something I I don't understand still. Like, I want to read an oral history of the fan army as a whole. When yeah. when did it start? Did it start with Twitter? I think it's just like a. I, I mean, obviously, I like mean, of course there've been fan clubs right. for yeah. musicians for a long time. But I mean, yeah, I think social media allowed the idea of like this army of fans. I like so how that's the out. one thing about Sean Mendes. <laughs> that bothers. That's the, the only one? problematic <laughs> thing about him. Army name. It's hard to find something that no. is bothersome about him. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I like when they're like based on like a song or album. So like if they were like. The stitches. That'd be cool. I'm a stitch. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm. <laughs> the, you guys aren't. Yeah. <laughs> guys nope. aren't sold on that. Anyway. Nope. Not at all. Are um, we out of songs? Yeah. We are we're out, out of songs. songs. Yeah. But wow. uh, that was a, that was a good one. I like all those. Yeah. Those things we that was talked fun. About. Um. Do you guys have any anything else running around, bouncing around your brains? Nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah, I don't know. Friday afternoon is There's when we're recording going this, on and I guess it's just, yeah, complete blank slates up there. <laughs> um, all right, well, thank you for listening. If you have any recommendations for what we should 
uh, talk about in the upcoming weeks. Let us or know. recommendations about Sean Mendez fan names. Yep. Oh, yeah. The Mendicants. That's my what? suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's no. what's going to take off. Um, all right. Anyways, thank you for listening. Uh, we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.